welcome to all of you um, listening into the episode. Um, we're back after a lengthy break, not an enforced break, but you know, um, we're back, and that's that's it. Today we're going to be talking about uh, our predictions for the 2022-23 season. We can talk about many leagues. We don't have to just talk about Premier League. So Justin, yeah, of course, of course, we can we we can use the the knowledge we have spanning over those few leagues. Uh, yes, I'd say I'd say we've got fairly good knowledge of about five five leagues. Um, yeah, I mean you can you can say decent knowledge about six, but I say good yeah. knowledge about five. If you count like Eredivisie, maybe. Yeah, Eredivisie. Um, yeah, probably be, and then even you get um, knowledge about the bigger players in uh, Portuguese league as well. Yeah, I think the thing is, I would have to research like all like the league table for Portugal and for Netherlands. Like, I wouldn't know every single team. Like, I would know every single team for England, Spain, uh, France. Yeah. Maybe not even France, to be honest. <laughs> I, work, I work. I work with a Dutchman who's um whose whose favorite team is PSV. Sorry, not PSV. Final. He's actually if he ever hears this, he's gonna kill me for that. Um, his favorite team is Final. <laughs> so I get I get I get weekly updates um on how Final they're doing. Nice. That's quite yeah. cool because they're a good team. Like they they made semis of Europa League last season. Decent showing. Uh, final made the finals of um. Oh. Or no. Oh, they made the final it? of. Sorry, y'all. I'm getting so confused. They made the final of the Europa um Conference League against Roma. Yes. And uh, your boy Tyrell Malasia was playing. In that in that uh, final. Yeah, yeah. Unreal. So, I think it's it's quite fair to start exactly. off with the Premier exactly. League. Yeah, exactly. That's what that's what happened, and I um, I uh, I specifically I specifically remember his uh, how upset he was about it. Yes, and then he quickly moved to Manchester United when Eric Ten Hag signed for them. And now he's household. <laughs> yeah, man. yeah, a major signing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Is there is there a delay currently while I'm speaking? Yes. <laughs> okay. okay. I have no idea. I'm going to try to switch between Wi-Fi and data so we can get. So this will just be me speaking on my own while Justin gets his. Side sorted out. Okay, so in the Premier League, the tables after three games is looking pretty, pretty interesting. <laughs> Obviously, after three games, it always looks very interesting. <laughs> yeah, this season especially though, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like this season especially. Like okay, normally people start at the the top. Let's just start at the bottom, like. Obviously, we're doing our <laughs> yeah, predictions. Where all the big teams are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Manchester United were at the bottom before 
Monday night. Not anymore, like, baby. Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah. Now they've Not jumped anymore. all the way from 20th to 14th. <laughs> hey, hey, what can, what more can you ask for from the from the Red Devils? <laughs> but yeah, yeah, James, you must do have you, been. Do you want to start? Do you want to start at the bottom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's start at the bottom. We've got a surprise one. West Ham with zero yeah. points. That is that is a surprise, and in, and I think the most surprising thing about that is the fact that they actually haven't scored a goal. Yeah, crazy, eh? And they've played West Forest. Ham. They've played Forest, Brighton, and another team. Dude, like yeah, those yeah. are easily yeah. winnable games. I I completely agree. I mean, the first game of the season was against was against City. Um, we're not going yeah, okay, yes. to dominate that. Um, understand but yeah Forrest and uh, Forrest and Brighton two teams especially for Brighton West Ham played at home um, yeah Forrest, they have they have something to play for and as we saw in the in, in the last few seasons we saw Leeds United come up and impress we saw Brentford come up and impress mm. and I think Forrest are going to do a very similar thing especially with the incoming transfers that they've made which we'll talk about later um, mm. but but West to start with West Ham Tough start to the season. Why do you think they've had such a tough start? I don't know. You know the. I think you you get those um new season jitters. To be honest, I haven't watched in depthly their get in depthly their games, but mm-hmm. maybe uh, their defense their defense looks a bit a bit weak. Not gonna lie, they've had Ben Ben Johnson at centre back, out of position. They've just signed Tilo Kera, put him at centre-back against Brighton. Didn't do well, conceded a penalty. Fabianski's... Maybe you can't blame Fabianski for those. You can't. But also, he's like 37 years old. You've got Ariola on the bench. I think you would. You should transition him. Stop transitioning him into the side. I completely Put a defensive frailty, I would say. And also, uh, lack of leadership at the moment. Um, look, they're, they're yeah. ever-present servant, Mark Noble. Yes, exactly. Mark Noble a, is a big key figure that retired, and that that is a bl- big blow. Hello? Hello? You hear me? Yep. You hear me? Yep. Yeah, you. Yeah, sorry, um, so I was. I was yeah, sorry, so I was. Yeah. There's also um, the factor to, to bring in is is um, Mark Noble's not there. Yeah, big. I agree. That's a it's a big iconic uh, figure that's that's kind of left the playing field, left the dressing room, um, and now some youngsters are going to have to transition to step up, like. Most notably, Declan Rice. They're gonna and yeah. Uh, and yeah. So yeah, it's just it's just a presence that's that's a... not there that 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 used to guide the club, um, mm. and support probably the young players and as you say would help with shake shaking off the cobwebs at the beginning of the season. I think I think it's just a off the back end of last season the transition, and this is it's too early to. To really delve deep into it, um, so let's yeah. let's really move on and get through it. 
uh, Leicester City also. Bit of problems yeah. there as well. What, what do you think? Uh, Wesley Fofana linked with the move away. Again, I think it stems from pretty much a similar thing to West Ham. Leadership structure isn't there. Now their captain's also gone. Um, Schmeichel was yeah. in the present 11 years as a servant of the club. Um, I really, I really didn't understand that transfer. It's like the weirdest, it was the weirdest transfer I've ever seen. I Why would Schmeichel nowhere, leave? I thought it came out of nowhere. It came out of nowhere. Obviously, having studied uh, in Loughborough, it's right next to Leicester. It's in Leicester County, Leicestershire County. And I know mm. a lot of Leicester fans and they were gutted. Let me tell you, they were not happy about it. Um, obviously, not from an anger perspective towards Michael, but more of, well, who do we look to now as our next leader? And are we going to try replace the void that is left or... Um, or do we just select someone from the current crop to, to take over? Because I don't really know if one of those players fits the, the leadership role that uh, Schmeichel has left. Mm. You know, yeah. it's, it's like when Roy Keane left United, Gary Neville had to step up. And Gary Neville, when Roy Keane was there, was not a leader. It's a, it's a, mm. weird, it's a weird situation they're in. But... Was there any reason behind this transfer, or was was it just kind of like the fans were kind of left in the dark? I think it was fairly out of nowhere. I mean, the fact that he, I think he he had a video when leaving. I think it was fairly out of nowhere, and he felt the need to explain himself. Um, mm. And sometimes you do just need a new challenge, you know. Like there was no particular reason for Mane to leave Liverpool, as we'll come up across later, but he just did it. It was mm. a, it was a career move, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's also it's probably based around you know accepting a uh, you've you've had a long spell at that club and you do want a new challenge, but of all places, going to France, going mm-hmm. to Nice, yeah, it's an amazing place. It must be an amazing city in France. I can imagine that. Maybe that's why he left. Um, and he wanted obviously, a, yeah, Casper Dolberg his. Danish teammate is at Nice. So may, maybe he thought, you know, go visit a few teammates from national team. I don't mm. know. You never yeah. know. I mean, that, that's, defi- that's definitely possible. Um, sure. Mm. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know because he's also, remember, he's part, he's almost part English because of the way that when he was brought up, yeah. his dad was in the country. Um, no, he's got an so accent and everything. he's got friends. Yeah, he's got friends in the UK. So I don't really know. I think it's a truly strange one. But I think that is was affecting Leicester. It's affecting their performance. And just the men- mentality of the club seems a bit down right now. Mm-hmm. Wolves onto eight, in 18th place now. They've got an exciting um, team here. Wow. They've had a couple tough fixtures. Um, but they've yeah. got an exciting team, I think. No, definitely. Um I mean, even just like referring back to um, the chances that we're going to talk about, they've made a few good transfers, mm-hmm. um, notably Guedes, um, yes, coming in, um, and he's not one of he's not one of those players that you're like, oh, this, that transfer doesn't make sense. This is a perfect fit, I would say, um, for Wolves mainly because he's Portuguese, um, yeah, but also because he just suits the style of the play. Yeah, dude, 
eight, so seven of the eleven starting lineup players against Fulham were um, Portuguese. <laughs> yeah, and they made two Portuguese signings this this this, this yeah. transfer window. So yeah, Matias Nunes from Sporting. What a signing! He's mm-hmm. he's a, a great yeah. signing. I've seen him. Yeah, I saw great. him play a few Young games well. in the what, Championship. Yeah, I saw him play a few games in the Champions League. Nice box-to-box player, can score goals, has has quite a quite a big boot on him as well, and he can he can venture into the box, he can defend. You know that's a great signing, and that was mm. it was their record a record signing for them, like fifty million. Wow, it's a lot, eh? <laughs> yeah. And you know, you know what I would point out is strange as well for this. Not strange, but we're kind of seeing a pattern here. Um, is maybe the fact that they've also lost their leader, Connor Cody. Yes, but I'm not complaining, eh? Because he's come to. You're not complaining. He's come, he's come to the second best team in Liverpool. <laughs> that's that's up to debate, eh? Uh, yeah, Never know. We did beat currently. we did beat United last season, and now United have just beaten Liverpool. So, <laughs> I mean, if that's if that's the way it works, mate, Brentford are going to smash <laughs> loads of teams. Brentford are going to beat Liverpool. What five one, six one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brentford versus Liverpool is going to be a only a one way game. And that's Brentford all the way up the bees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love that. Um, but yeah, do you see what I'm saying? Though these these bottom one, two, three, three, the th- the three bottom teams are have all lost their captains. Yeah, insane. I actually, I'm so shocked. Wolves, Leicester, yeah. West Ham, and it's it's quite a pattern. Yeah, as you said, um, they've lost all their captains. Noble gone from West Ham. Schmeichel gone from Leicester. Wolves, um, Cody, Cody gone from Wolves. And they're and all in the bottom probably three. Probably the three best, three best captains of last season, I would say. No, no, three. Yeah, hundred percent. Three of the like longest serving captains, you would say. Mm-hmm. Um. And. Yeah, and it just shows that they are such instrumental figures that captains and such vocal model or vocal role models or vocal figures in the dressing room are are so key to a team's success. Yeah. Even within three games, even three games in. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then yeah, onto Everton. Straight, straight, yeah, straight on to Everton, Liverpool. Um, the Merseyside. We can do double whammy. Uh, yeah, the Merseyside problems continue for Everton. Um, yeah. But then again, you know, are we gonna get, are we gonna put this down to Frank Lampard needing time? I think, uh, yes, and also give give him time because we also haven't we much like United not giving managers um, time and space to do their thing. Um, we've got a new stadium on the way. Um, you know we've got transfer a transfer fee from Richarlison. We haven't signed too many players. We've signed quite. Um, Premier with Premier League experience, which is good. Uh, we signed also a, some youngsters, which is good. I think there's some promise in that because we've we've had our 
we've had our spell in um, signing too many players and it flopping uh, through the Cumin era. I, I don't know if you remember that. We signed like Davy Clarkson and like 10 more, 10 other players. Yeah. yeah. Um, and look where we finished. You know, Cumin eventually got sacked. We were like near the bottom, all that. But yeah, mm-hmm. give him time. Give Frank time. He's finding, he's, he's still finding that perfect shape. He's now found a good shape in that three, three, four, three formation with wing backs. Um, and I'm glad he still has Coleman there in the dressing room and he's, he's transitioning kind of Coleman out and a youngster, Nathan Patterson in, which yeah. is, which is yeah, good. Yeah. You know, he's, he's giving the youngsters a chance to, to really, um, make a name for themselves and also give that, that, that final, that, that lack of energy that we experienced last season. Yeah, I I completely agree, and we even see his his uh his tactics have helped develop one player already is Anthony Gordon, mm. um but unfortunately might be leaving, but we're not too sure. Yeah, our status not too sure. Yeah. yeah, that would be a big blow, obviously, but if he had to leave, we would cash in for him. Sixty million is very overpriced, I think, uh, for Chelsea. They can afford it, but. Why waste 60 mil on a player you're just going to not even have in the match their squad? I agree. I agree. I don't see where he fits into the team. There's rumours of Ziek, um leaving, um, which mm. could be maybe he's a replacement. Because um, yeah. Anthony might go to United and Ziek might go back back to Ajax. He came from Ajax, didn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah. He came from... So that could be a potential... Ajax, yeah. Well. And there's also um, also talks of Callum Hudson Odoi um, going on loan to buy Leverkusen. So that could be potential oh, replacement. Yeah, and we all know Anthony Gordon's great off the left, and that's his position. But it would be a big blow to to lose him. Yeah, definitely. And the thing him. is. Seven days until the transfer window ends. If we do let Anthony Gordon go, who the hell are we going to bring in? Frank needs to make big moves. Yeah. Is he going to play Delhi Ali up front? Mm, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> we are. I think we we are in for another tough oh, season, definitely, because of the transition from Ancelotti into Lampard. I. I Angelotti <laughs> into Benitez who stripped the club and then Lampard so I think we are in for another yeah. tough season okay yeah, as long as long other than that there. let's let's um, progress through Liverpool we saw Monday night shocking they've got an injury crisis um, but obviously yeah yeah. I don't think Liverpool, Liverpool is one of those teams to worry about Liverpool will be Liverpool and yeah. They'll still fight for Champions League. I don't think they'll win the league, personally. Um, I think it's it's between four. Yes. I think City City will run away with it. I th- I think Arsenal are looking amazing. Dude. Wow, wow. Yeah, I think now that we've addressed the um, the really struggling teams, the rest of the league mm. is kind of shaping up. 
all the teams yeah. are performing like you would expect, except for Leeds United, but they did have a good end to last season. But mm. you, you're very right. The the Arsenal camp looks amazing currently, um, mm. and they've possibly done what City did with the best business. Aguero. Yeah, 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 the best, but the best business possible for their, um, for their, for, for Arteta's philosophy. They've they found that missing link um, in Gabi mm. Jesus, and they have all those new signings um, over the last, let's say, three, four seasons. Uh, not new signings, new players, I should say, because the majority of them come from the academy. Um, mm. In Martinelli, Smith Rowe, Saka, um, who are just playing phenomenal football. Um, and I think that they were one of the teams that were able to replace their captain with ease. Martin Odegaard stepping up, playing well, leading from leading, leading by example. Agreed. And they've brought in William Saliba with absolute ease. They needed that. They needed that tall presence. And now they've Arteta felt it is time to bring him back um, into the mix um, from from his. Yeah. Uh, endeavors abroad. Mm. And I, yeah. And do you, do you think then that, that means that they are title challengers, or do you just say, like you said earlier, City are running away with it this season? Um, I think I think Arsenal fans will get too ahead of themselves. And say they are title challengers because just because of the start they've had, but the season is very long, and we all know that the big teams Arsenal, Liverpool, City, Tottenham, Chelsea, United play forty, fifty, potentially sixty games. So there's a long season, and you know you could all, even after that win, you could even call United. United fans would be like, "Oh, title challengers," but it's not like. You know, it's going to be quite a... I think it's going to be a tight one, to be honest. City also look a bit iffy. You know, they had an interesting one against Newcastle, but they can do those things where they'll still stay in a game, even if they're behind by two goals. That shows how good you are as a team. And <coughs> it just shows that you are the best team in England, where you can come back from those depths of despair, like you 3-1 down to Newcastle away, and that's a that's quite a fortress, a difficult place to come back into the game. And the way they did, within 10 minutes, they were 3-3. So it just shows yeah, how... I agree. How good they are. And it's just, it's, it's, it's classic Pep Guardiola football. It's just continuing to... It's a more refined... Um, it's a more refined... What, what's... Um, Former Leeds manager's name. Um, Bielsa. Uh, Marcelo Bielsa. Um, it's a more mm. refined Bielsa approach. Yeah, more more, more refined uh, Bielsa approaches. If you keep continuing to create those chances, you will eventually score. And that's what City will have. It's inevitable. It's like Ronaldo in the Champions League. It will happen. You just, you just don't know when it's going to happen in a match. So they could be two goals behind and they will create two chances later on in that match. If it's between the 80th and the 90th minutes, they will have those two chances to score. But I think it's it's also um, down to obviously that, and the quality of players that they have, which is and they're born winners. Yeah. 
they are and not necessarily born winners, but they've got that winning mentality and they've we've seen them challenge for the highest of honors. You know, five five of the mm. city players are in the Ballon d'Or uh, nominees. And most wow. notably Wow. Uh, That's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's it's Bernardo Silva, De Bruyne, um, Cancelo, Haaland, Phil Foden, Edison. That's six. Wow, that's one that's one fifth of the final nominees, isn't it? Yeah. So I mean, it's it's five. That's for there were only two goalkeepers for the top thirty, but Edison's there for the the, uh, the Yashin Trophy. Ah, okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um should we so we I think we could we could go through some of the teams. I think I mean it's it's gonna be quite a battle um for top four. Obviously it always is a battle for those middle places. I think it's gonna be even more of a battle for those middle places because now we, we're seeing like teams like Brighton, Leeds, Newcastle, Fulham, Brentford Palace are looking great. The they they just have an unbelievable manager, Vieira, and yeah. the quality of players, the consistency, the Premier League experience they have with like Zaha, their defense, um, their midfield, like Jeff Schlupp being been there, done that. Those type of players, they'll get you. That'll get you a top ten finish, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think Palace are the team to look out for this. Yeah, I think Fulham also are one of those promoted teams um, who are going to do decently. I don't think they'll do exceptionally, like, but they'll still be in that like scrappy part of the table. He will break you down. Break you down. Um, he's just, he's just, he's just, athlete. he's just a so intelligent in this game. Who are you talking about? Sorry, you broke up there for a bit. Schlipp. Jeff Schlupp. Uh, mm. Yeah, yeah. He, you can see he's has an engine of note. He, he's got a Rolls Royce engine, that guy. Yeah, yeah. Typical, typical Rolls Royce. So let's go. Now that we've, you know, we've seen the first three fixtures go by, let's go from top to bottom. First place rapid, to rapid, 20th rapid predictions. Five. Rapid fire predictions, okay. Yeah, rapid uh, fire. Go, straight away. Uh, okay, City, uh, Liverpool, Arsenal, United, Chelsea, Tottenham. Um, I'm going to go Villa, Newcastle. No, 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 so scrap that, not Villa. Newcastle, Brentford. Are you taking Palace. note of your? Are you taking note of your your placings here? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Brentford, Newcastle Palace. So Newcastle, Brentford Palace. Um. Now go Wolves. Is that your top ten? Yeah. Okay, so you um, you said six Leicester, Spurs. Um, Leicester and West Ham. 
West Ham, eh? Okay. That's your top 10. I think West, West Ham, like, just outside the... No, just outside the top 10. I think 11th. Okay. Okay. Then, I think I'm just, I'm um, just listing off from, from my... from. I don't have, like, a list in front of me. I'm just listing off what I remember. Okay. So, um, you've you've still got to say... Let me take notes. So, you said City, Liverpool... Okay, City, Arsenal. Liverpool, Arsenal, United. United? Chelsea, I'm just writing it down for you. Chelsea, Tottenham. Spurs, 6th, 7th. 7th, Newcastle, Brentford. Palace. Wow. Newcastle. Do you think they can be that consistent, eh? Eddie, Eddie Newcastle Howell. Palace. Eddie, Eddie Howe can uh, whip a dressing room into shape. And Patrick Vieira seems to be doing doing well. I mean, these these are bold predictions. Mm. This isn't an easy yeah. season to predict. I'm predicting mm. um, some fairly uh, fairly big changes in the Premier League this season. So Palace eighth, ninth. Who are you going for? Um, Palace, so you said Palace, Palace was uh, eighth. Yeah. Um, eighth. Uh, we'll say Villa. Below, so you've got um, you've got still to go. You've got Leeds, Brighton, yeah, yeah, uh, Brentford, Forest, Southampton, yeah. no, Villa, Brentford, Bournemouth. Brentford came in between Fulham and uh, Palace. Oh yeah, so you, you wanted uh, Brentford in in ninth there. Uh, Brentford between Fulham and Palace. Oh, sorry, New where Boston was Fulham? Palace. Sorry, 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 Newcastle New and Palace. Oh, so you want Brentford in at eighth, eh? Eighth, yeah. That's correct. And then Palace in at ninth. Mm-hmm. Palace in at ninth. Who's going to make up your top ten? And then te- the the tenth spot is going to probably West Ham or Wolves. I'm going to say Wolves. Wolves. Yeah, that's your top ten. Let me go. Let me go with my top ten. Go on. Okay. City. Arsenal, Liverpool, Spurs, United, Chelsea. Mm-hmm. This way it gets interesting. <laughs> the big six out of the way. <laughs> Wow, this is so difficult. <laughs> I'm going to go Palace. Yeah, I'm going to go Palace. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Brighton. Wow. Dude, Brighton came ninth last season. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But I do think the other teams will kick on. Carry on, sorry. I might interrupt your prediction. Uh, Wool- Wait, Newcastle Wolves. Actually, wait. Newcastle? <laughs> Newcastle Wolves. That's my top 10. Okay. Right. I think Brentford have the legs there. That's fine. You're allowed to have your wrong opinion. Mm. I don't think United will make top four. I'm sorry to say. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. I, I mind... Mine's pure optimism because of the pure because of the last game. It has nothing to do with anything, anything actual concrete, you know. 
yeah it's fine it's all up to our opinions we uh, i'm normally so wrong in my predictions there <laughs> so wrong yeah so yeah but, uh, that's why it's predictions not not fact so you so for you got for you you've got leeds left brighton you've got fulham left you've got forest southampton villa bournemouth everton leicester and west ham yeah at your so, bottom at your so bottom 10 yeah so as i say i'll just quickly fill in those places with in, in no particular order but like a rough sketch would be west ham wolves or wolves west ham leicester uh, no, forest. wolves are your is your top ten. Right. Wolves is your wolves is your top ten. So West Ham onwards. So West Ham, Brighton, West Ham, West Ham Leicester, Brighton, Leicester, Brighton. Yeah. Yeah. Are you and saying Leeds Leeds can fill in somewhere there? Um Leeds that's fourteenth. Leeds fourteenth. Leeds fourteenth. Yeah, Leeds. Sounds about right. Leeds fourteenth. Then So you've got yeah, you've got yeah. Fulham then probably... Southampton, Forest, Everton, um, Bournemouth. Okay, well, I'll immediately go... And you've got... Yeah. And um, Southampton, so Bournemouth and Southampton down the bottom. So Bournemouth, I would say, would go last. Southampton second last. Um, Bournemouth last. Southampton second last. And then between Everton and... Oof. There's also Forest, there's Fulham... Uh, Villa, I would say I would say Fulham then third last, Everton fourth last, seventeenth, uh, and then the what's the rest of the places? Uh, There's Forest. Villa and Forest. For, for, Villa about Forest. Sure. Putting my team in seventeenth, <laughs> cheapers. Yeah, yeah. I, I was going to go eighteenth, but I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Geez, you're actually going to put them in relegation. Wow. I'm, I it's don't think I can be your friend anymore. It's not looking good. I, I'll just be your friend. If you had put them in relation, I would have unfriended you on Facebook. Yeah, that's okay. I've got you on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I think I think I'm going obviously for a similar approach. But our only difference from our top ten was was uh, Brighton and Brentford. Um. Mm. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put. Uh, I'm going to go Leicester, West Ham in 12th, Leicester in 11th, 13th I'm going to go Leeds, 14th Villa, 15th Brentford. Mm. Everton 16th. Mm-hmm. Forest, Forest, I'm going to go 
Fulham the 17. Thing, it feels so disrespectful to Forrest, doesn't it? Because of how I'm like... Yeah, I know. I know, oh, but I'm, I'm going re- to... I love this. I'm going to relegate Forrest. You, Southampton will go 18th. Mm, yeah. Forrest 19th, Bournemouth 20th. Sorry, Forrest. Yeah, I told you towards the end of last season, mate. This is my favourite, my most optimistic Premier League season for I don't know how long. This is the best. Mm. I have I have some optimism for Fulham, to be honest, to stay up. But it's going to be such a scrap, eh? Yo. Justin's breaking up again. Wow. Can't even hear him speaking. Sorry, can you hear me? Sorry. Dude, what? Yeah, I can hear you now. Justin, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, bro, I can hear you. Okay, good, mate. Was it is it a uh, bit of Wi-Fi problems there? Eh? Yeah, having some technical uh, technical issues. Yeah. Is your is your girlfriend on the on the Wi-Fi too? No, 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 she's not with me. I'm seeing her later tonight. Oh, okay. We'll chat about this afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, what do you think? I mean, our predictions don't differ that much. But you, you're no. optimistic for Forest to stay up there. I just want, I just want it. I, I want the big teams and the it. big leagues. Yeah. yeah, big teams, big leagues. Um, it just makes a better viewing. I mean, uh, for me personally, having Notts Forest means that, uh, in in the league means that I can go watch some incredible derbies um, mm. and some like oh I I, I want to get I want to get tickets for a Forest Leeds game. Um, and I want to get tickets for a United Leeds game, and I want to get tickets for a Forest, um, uh, what's it called, uh, Forest Leicester game. And that's near where you're staying, yeah? Yeah, fairly near. It's all it's all in and about there. Um, so yeah. Well, you've got the season to get all those tickets, so make the most of it. Yeah, yeah. Before before you predict Forest to go down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, since we've got our our tables done, we can talk a bit about transfers. Um, mention your most the most underrated sign signing in your opinion of the window. Underrated. One underrated. Um, one underrated. One underrated and one overrated. Okay. Um, underrated Skamaka to West Ham. Really? Shit, I thought you were going to say Perisic. Um, well, I mean, Perisic was was definitely up there. Um, I think he was, I think he's like a perfectly rated signing, Perisic. Well, the fact that he didn't start the first couple of games was a bit weird, but now that he's starting, I'm happy about, especially for my fantasy league. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, perfectly rated signing, Raheem Sterling to Chelsea, makes sense. Um, and so. the most, yeah, the most overrated signing. Ooh, this is gonna be a tough one. Maybe Cucurella to Chelsea. Really? 
I think he's good. Don't get me wrong. Sixty-five point three million euros, good. Not not quite. That's, yeah, that's that's a lot of money eh, for Correa. <laughs> mm. For a left wing back. Yeah. Wow. For, for yeah, for a, for a left wing back that was easily replaced, re- easily replaced. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think City did some good business by not getting him, and then going for a cheaper, younger option. Yeah, trust, trust. Um, <laughs> yeah, nice, nice bit of a cash cow there. Um, and then obviously mm. you've got you got some seriously good business from Arsenal getting Zinchenko in there. Um, Jeez. Yeah, what a what a good uh, signing. Good and then and then maybe if he keeps his discipline throughout the rest of the season, I think uh, Koulibaly could be a good signing for Chelsea. Okay. How much was um, Jesus? Do you know, like uh, forty. Yeah. Je- um, sorry. Forty mil for Jesus to Arsenal. Jesus to Arsenal was forty mil. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Mm. Jeez, that's a that's a that's a great price tag, yeah. Isn't it? I think they actually got him for a bargain, to be honest. I actually think it might have yes, I think it was a forty million pounds fifty two around fifty two million euros. Okay. Yeah. The money these guys go for is crazy, man. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it is. And also, um, I honestly thought you were going to say Haaland is the most overrated signing. Maybe he's the no, most no, overhyped. No, you, you, you know me. I'll debate the Haaland Mbappe, Mbappe mm. um, yeah. thing all day. I think Haaland's phenomenal. Um, so, yeah. Of course. Me too. I think um, Nunes was quite an overhyped signing. For 100 million, that's a lot of money for. <laughs> for yeah, no, I player. agree. I very much yeah. agree. Um, and then maybe Calvin and what's Phillips your... also. Calvin Phillips went for too much money. Um, yeah, and now he's benched. Like, it's a waste. It's a bit of a waste, to be honest. Yeah. Chiumini went for too much money. Oh, Chiumini, yeah. Casemiro went for too much money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But de- definitely, I think, no. yeah, I think Nunes was probably one of the worst transfers I've seen this season. Especially with trying to replace Mane with Nunes was one of the worst transfers I've seen this season. <laughs> yeah. And the the amount I mean Liverpool the amount of Liverpool supporters that hyped up I mean almost every Liverpool supporter has hyped up Nunes after seeing him play in a few Champions League games. <laughs> and then him how the hell he made Ballon d'Or and not Messi was was beside me. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, I don't ridiculous. understand football today. Completely ridiculous. I don't understand football nowadays. No, no, no it's just a messed up. It's, it's it's honestly just just a bit of a messed up um, transfer window and area mm. time for rating players, I guess, because you can get players going mm. for absurd amounts of money, um, and then you get. Good players, they go for what? Demani go for thirty million. Yeah. yeah. Thirty. I mean, the, Thirty-five. The fact, the, the fact that like Richardson went for double Mane is a bit ridiculous. I know he's got five years. Uh, he's five years. His uh, his senior is Mane. Um, but mm. 
Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I think the most underrated signing for me. Are we talking about big teams, or we can just say any team? Any any team you can whack mm -hmm. a, a championship team in there if you want. <laughs> Honestly, I think I'm gonna go with uh, Paulo Dybala to Roma. Wow! 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 That's that's an underrated. That's an Great underrated job. signing. No one's talking about that. What a signing from Mourinho! Fuck. <laughs> oh no, that is. I, I mean, he is just a quality player. He's just been overshadowed at Juve. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, so I don't know. Dude, and and guys don't understand how many goals he scored at Juve. He scored like over a hundred goals <laughs> at Juve. Yeah. Yeah, and he's also he's a, he's, a, he's a good age now, you know, good age to transfer, good age to affect a Roma season. Yeah, I think the perfectly rated transfer for me was Jesus. Mm -hmm. Between um, Jesus and Zinchenko, Zinchenko's quality, mate. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he really is. I completely agree with you on that, on, that, on that front. Overrated, as we were saying. Only this, hundred percent, one hundred percent. He just he's he like he's he's a Maguire up front, mate. He's he's just too slow to react, too slow to react. Doesn't read his teammate. I'm sorry, he doesn't he doesn't get Liverpool's philosophy. <laughs> that is so true. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that how you roast yeah. your own player, bro. Oh man, I've never. I've, I would I would very very rarely go against the United captain. Um, I've been Honestly, probably like, the most loyal in terms of captaincy and managerial backing. I've never asked for United managers to get fired, and you know that. I never asked for them to leave. Mm. I've been traded, yeah, you I wanted Ole to stay. I wanted Ole to stay. I wanted Moyes to stay. I wanted Mourinho to stay. Van Hall, I was just, I knew that he was an interim manager. He's not a long-term manager, is he? Mm. Um, but I always, always want to give the benefit of the doubt to the... Uh, to the seniority at United, um, mm. pretty much the same with every club. To be honest with you, I like I like I like a club to hold on to players that benefit them and not just ship them off. Because for me and you, I know that football isn't just business; it's actually an emotional game. Mm. Um, so to see like players have an imprint on that club, club's culture and then just leave. To see a manager have an imprint on a club's culture and then just leave, it really, it really makes me upset. Um, I like to see a club develop its like personality. But it's also in, just nowadays, football is based around around business, unfortunately, and it is it should be treated as a business, yes. But it's getting it also got to a point. I can I can talk for Manchester United's perspective. Um, like the ownership is of the last fifteen or so years, it's just been about their own win, their own kind of profit, profiteering me mechanism, and that's not what football is about. Obviously, mm. there are there needs to be funding, but there also needs to be um, a bit of passion, a bit of love for the game from from the owners itself. 
and unfortunately, yeah, I don't think yeah, the Glazers had that. Um, I very much agree. Yeah, mm. uh, I don't think. Yeah, but not to get too. Are, are football motivated? Mm. But not to get too sidetracked, because we could get in a very <laughs> lengthy debate about this, about anything. Um. Yeah, I think. Kind of wraps it up for me. I mean, you've, you know, we can. We've got plenty of more time to do, plenty of more things, and the season is just so young so let's uh let's wrap it up what uh yeah so i'm glad uh would you like to do kind a, of similar uh, wavelengths would you like to do a, a, a another league's episode um yeah yeah we can do that uh, like incoming i think i think i think we can uh, i think the the peeps would love a La Liga or Syria episode, and also UEFA Champions League predictions, um, as as the draw is being held tomorrow, and also the Europa League draw on on Thursday. So we're looking forward to that um, competition starting. And uh, it's often quite hard to to predict those type of competitions, but yeah, and also. Ballon d'Or, that'll be the ceremonies on in October actually. So, a lot of things coming up. So I'm excited. We can do it. We can do a live stream. Yeah, of course. I I would be keen for that. During during the actual. If, if I'm not working, that is. Yes. Yes. Justin is a busy man here. <laughs> but yeah, thank you to everyone who did tune in. Um, and listen to the live and uh we'll see you next time yeah thank you for thank you for joining justin honestly it's always a pleasure having you um your final thank thoughts you, thank you uh yeah i'm just looking forward to the season we're only in uh week game day going into game day four now um week four so we started a bit late but we're going to kick on from here Hello, excited. Thanks for joining in, guys, and we'll, we'll see you in the next episode. Yeah, buddy.